I'm Tyler dot 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 dinnering. I'm Connery. I used to be fun. Hanson. <laughs> I'm Grayson. Does your mother know that you're out, Hanson? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Does your mother know that you're My least favorite part, probably the entire movie. <laughs> I don't even remember what part this is, but we'll get it. We'll we'll get there. <sighs> we'll get there. My first time viewing of the movie we're covering today, but this is the franchise, the podcast oh. where friends get together, talk about movie franchises. Sometimes we cover dark, broody films like The Batman. Other times we cover even broodier films like Mamma Mia. Wait, my <laughs> alternate intro is this is Grayson slipping through my fingers, Hanson. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Wait, is, it, is that from Dear Evan Hanson? No, no that's, that's also from this. Waving through a window. <laughs> Slipping through my fingers. <laughs> I'm so bad with lyrics that just like the sound of like the words together sounded like Evan Hansen. The like cadence of the words, yeah. <laughs> we're we're not covering Dear Evan Hansen or its sequel, uh Dear Dearest Grace Evan Hansen. <laughs> yeah. Dear Hansen. And then Dear Connery Hansen. Um, to all the no, Hansons the, I love before. To all the Hansons. <laughs> all the Hansons. <laughs> Including Hanson. Hanson, the band. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Move over, Hyam. Hanson's back in town. Uh, if you couldn't tell from <laughs> our current discussion, we're we're going to talk about Mamma Mia today. Woo! Here we go. The most Not perfect. Again. Here we go again. I'll be back. I'll be back. Yeah. I'll be back. <laughs> is Arnold back. is Arnold in the sequel <laughs> as the Terminator? Oh, you're not ready. You are honest <laughs> to God not ready. Cher is. Connery. I guess I'm not. I saw the trailer. I remember she He's was up. in the trailer. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's not like it's a big reveal that Cher shows up. <laughs> oh my god, don't, don't, because I'll I'll start. I have to pace myself. <laughs> but what better follow up to something like the Batman is <laughs> the 2008 hit film. Mama Mama Mia. Mia. We gotta fit in a musical into our fan into our podcast at least once a year. We gotta do one, I think. Every now and again, we gotta, yeah, yeah. Because I feel like that's a a blind spot to me, um, as evidence in me having never seen this movie. Oh, it's amazing, and it's more of a Connery thing and a Grayson thing. Yes, everyone's favorite guest, Grayson Hansen, returns. <laughs> everyone's self-proclaimed everyone's, <laughs> everyone's favorite, guest. favorite guest. Some titles, some titles are given, like local bad boy. Others are taken. Others are taken. Ripped from from the pot itself, from the ether. But that doesn't make it any less true. Thank you. Thank We're joined you. by Grayson Hansen once again after. Uh, Christmas Prince one, I guess, right? Yeah. Is that the last yeah. one we did? It's been a it while. Has. It's been a quite quite a while since I, you know, had to change careers from a journalist after that. <laughs> <laughs> because of that episode, it changed her mind. Yeah, the movie changed her mind <laughs> because she does such a bad job at being like a journalist. It despired and, me. Uh, you know, you can get inspired. <laughs> You were de you were despired by it. Or just spiraled you, I guess. Uh-huh. <laughs> it sent me into a spiral. This whole fake article is made of like nonsensical words put together because no one's gonna bother because it's a Netflix movie. LOL. LOL. She put dot 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 
Um, before we talk more about this this movie, Mamma Mia, and it's uh, I'm sure I'll learn something about its history from stage to screen as well. I just, I'm just assuming one of you knows something about that. If not, uh, Grayson, probably. If not, it's totally fine. We'll just get. There's so much to talk about this movie. Before there's we get so there, we have to do our normal segment of what's new. What's new? <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Which is our usual segment where we just talk about any new media we've been consuming. May it be movies, TV shows, books, comic books, video games, and video games. What's what's new with you? Uh, I guess, Connery, do you want to go first? Yeah, sure. Um, for once, I'm not going to talk about video games. <gasps> I started watching the show The Gilded Age. Um, written by oh. Julian Fellows, the very same man who also wrote Downton Abbey. Oh, oh. Yes, it's the same premise, but taking place in America during the Gilded Age, believe it or not. Oh, oh, oh. When's that? When? The Gilded oh, Age. Oh, it's like a 18-something or other, you know? The age that they gilded But it's things. like a... Yeah, you know, they gild things. It's, it's There's gold everywhere. I don't Screen know. Screen Actors Guilds. Writers yeah. Guilds. They're all gilding. They're all, all the unions are forming, and this, and Julian Fellows writes about the one union basher bent on taking them all down. Are you sure you're not watching? Are you not playing Guild Wars? <laughs> I'm not playing Guild Wars. No, it's no. not a video game, guys. It's not, I promise. But I I watched the first episode of that the other day, and it was actually really fun. It, it feels still very much like Downton oh, Abbey. I, I watched it with with my mom the other Shout night. Out, mom. And hey, how are you? I hope your walk's yep. going well. Yep, she probably is. <laughs> Shout out, and Mrs. Hanson. Yo, but I was watching it. She said, and I, I kind of laugh, and I, I always get feel like the poshness rub off on me every time I watch <laughs> one of those shows. And she was like, "This is also familiar to you. Like, you were probably like in a like like this in a former life or something." I was like, "Yeah, it makes sense. I'm some like former blue blood." Connery's a former aristocrat. Aristocrat. Former aristocrat. Yeah, I think that's yeah, more likely. Crat cat. <laughs> Yes. You're playing the piano. <laughs> I'm playing the piano screaming everyone wants to be a cat. But then I go outside and sing Moonlight, not a sound on the pavement. Mm. Has the moon lost her memory? She is smiling Hey, okay, wait, sidebar, does that count as a franchise? Can I be on it for cats as well? I, I don't know. That might, might be a stretch. We have to produce <laughs> cats too, and then we can do it. Well, You can maybe do Fan of the Opera, guys, because oh, we sick. want to do Love Never okay, Dies. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> Cats 2, here we go again. Cats 2. I forgot again. The meowing. I forgot again. Uh, that's what's new with me, pretty much. Not a lot to report, to be honest. Uh, Tyler's new with you. Yeah, same here. Not not too much. I th- <laughs> Thankfully, it'll be shorter today. Um, I watched Flight of the Intruder on Disney+. Ooh. What is that? It's one of those movies that, like, I guess Lily had watched a lot as a kid or just in passing. Um... It's it's an eighties movies an eighties movie though, and um yeah, I don't know. She's just mentioned it in passing so many times the past like few years, and then we finally just like watched Aww. it the other night. Um it's basically <laughs> it's like really convoluted actually. <laughs> but um a kid in nineteen seventy eight it this movie came out in nineteen eighty six. A kid in nineteen seventy eight is abducted by like the spaceship and then he ends up in the future eight years, but he's at the same age. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the rest of his family's eight years older, and he's like, "Whoa, what happened?" So he's like detained by the the military slash uh, NASA, and uh, 
but then the spaceship comes back and he basically just goes on an adventure with this sentient spaceship voiced by Paul Rubens, a.k.a. Pee Wee Herman. Oh, yeah. This is exactly <laughs> what happened to me. Yeah. <laughs> and or Star-Lord, question mark? <laughs> yeah. No, just after watching this movie, I'm like, oh, this is this movie kind of influenced Guardians of the Galaxy in a certain way. Yeah, but um, it. it's 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 pretty like conflictless. He just travels around in 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 the spaceship and then has a fun time. Aww, and the that. visual effects are really good, um, especially for the time. But it's basically like a very it's like a late '70s nostalgia piece that came out like in the mid '80s. It's really. I guess interesting in that aspect, where it's just like, oh, remember the late seventies? <laughs> like it was, it was the licorice pizza of of nineteen eighty six, basically. Oh, I see. <laughs> but with a flying spaceship with really good VFX. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. It's not that the plot's not that interesting. Like the whole last of the mo- <clears throat> third act of the movie, he's like, "Oh, I can't find my parents' house." Oh no! But he's like in a spaceship, and it's like the spaceship doesn't have like Google Maps or something. <laughs> like he can't, even, he doesn't even know how to like get home in the spaceship. Mm-hmm. My Google's all out. I can't figure out where to go. He ran yeah. out of Google. But um, but the VF- the VFX is really good, especially for the time. Um, and it's uh directed by Randall Kleiser, who also directed Grease. So that's a weird fun fact. Ooh. Oh, interesting. And um, Grease came out in 1978, and this movie is set in 1978 in the beginning. Ooh. Oh, so when they fly away in the car in the end of Grease, they're going to see that ship. <laughs> yeah, they go through Thunder Road, but it just ends up becoming the uh, the portal in 2001 A Space Odyssey. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, so yeah, that's Flight of the Intruder. Um, I recommend it if you like cool early visual effects uh, or... I don't know. It has its, or if you like Stranger Things, like it's kind of like it's just like nostalgia eighties ish stuff. It's not anything fantastic, but I'm so glad I watched it. Mm-hmm. It's on Disney Plus. What about you, Grayson? Mm-hmm. Why well, I, I just swallowed my margarita wrong. That's what's new. Is there any wrong way um, to swallow a margarita? I'll tell yes. you, my lungs. Well, let you know. It starts choking. Um, <laughs> <sighs> I, I, I mean, I'm bad in general at watching things well we also have reading on there as okay. well lucky okay you. so <laughs> lucky you <laughs> i've been i've been reading this book it's called it didn't start with you and it's by well the, the subheading is um how inherited family trauma shapes who we are and how to end the cycle and it's by mark wally wallian Wahlberg. wallian oh no um, not Mark Wahlberg. It's no, sadly, but it's it's really awesome. I started reading it because I saw it on the on the interwebs, and why I'm also really bad at consuming new media is because I am prepping for my master's program Ooh. in um, dance therapy, dance and movement therapy. So that's my. That's your what's That's new. That's my what's new. Yeah. Is researching Yay. classes. Education. And books and everything. <laughs> Such fun. Yeah, that's my that's my what's new. Oh, I've started I've been like half ass watching the like Lakers thing. <laughs> you know? The Lakers thing. Uh I think I think it's called Winning Time. Yeah, right? yeah. On HBO Max. Yeah. It's cute. Winning time. I like how it's shot. But yeah. You're a big basketball head. But it's days. about sport ball, so I'm like, you know, 
Well, before you couldn't even name a single player. Now you know like nine. Now I literally know like nine basketball players now. That's more than me. That's a, yeah, it's more than that's me. That's like a nine hundred percent improvement. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's an investment. Um, it's an investment. <laughs> I don't know. That that information is claiming space where Mamma Mia couldn't have it instead. Okay, listen. I have eat, slept, and breathed Mamma Mia since I was ten years old. <laughs> have you? Have you eat, pray, loved Mamma Mia since you're 10 years old? Okay, listen, I've been trying, but nobody will go to Greece with me, so. <laughs> uh, you know, Greece looks really pretty based off of this movie and another one yeah. that we've seen recently, but. Um, okay, so shades. before we actually jump <laughs> yeah, into 50 it, shades. though, Meryl Streep's tan in this movie <laughs> is like next level. Next level tan? That, it's yeah. like. The scene specifically that I'm thinking of is when she's singing the title, the title track, Mamma Mia, and she lays down on the roof, and you just look at her, like, limbs, and I'm like, oh my god, if only I could ever become that sun-kissed rather than, like, Well, she spends fried. all her time frolicking in the Grecian sun. Yeah. <laughs> she spends up all her time, uh... Getting applied by makeup department. Literally just airbrushed <laughs> like have for tanning. hours. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, please help me. Airbrush, Airbrush me. me. <laughs> Mama Mia makeup department. <laughs> so before we get uh, right into the movie, I'll just have to say uh-huh. that your recommendations were It Didn't Start With You, How Inherited Family Trauma Shapes Who We Are and How to End the Cycle uh-huh. by Mark Wollen, Mama not Mia. by Mark Wahlberg. Here we go again. Um, my oh my! In Winning Time on HBO Max, which is like shot all on like 35 millimeter film and 16 millimeter film, and some old tube cameras, as far as I oh know. Oh my god, I sound I haven't so watched interesting. It yet. <laughs> She's so cool. It's oh so god. period accurate. <laughs> it's so just like Mamma Mia. When does this movie take place? I guess just whenever, right? It doesn't really matter. Yeah. You know, because there's no cell phones or anything. People play with it when like they do productions of it. People will play with the timeline. Like Godspell is there... or stuff like that. I always feel like this takes place in literally like early 2000s. Like it came out in 2008. I feel like it exists in 2008. I, I agree. I feel like that's a good spot yeah. for it. Yeah. I guess the, what the play came out in 99 or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The musical. Mm-hmm. Um, is there a Mamma Mia 2049? <laughs> it's it's in the works. ABBA's got a new album, so they're going to build up to it. Listen. The new HBO Max thing coming out. Yeah. Literally, that is what I'm hoping for. I'm well because when they released Mamma Mia two, the producers were like, or I don't, I don't freaking know who, but I saw in a Facebook article they were like, Mamma Mia is meant to be a trilogy, and I was like, yes, <laughs> good, Mom, good, Mamma Mia one last time, I guess. It wouldn't be a. It's Mamma Mia. Here we go again. Wouldn't it be a? It would be Mamma Mia three. How, how, guess how much I missed you. Yeah, I guess how much I missed yes, you. How much yeah. I missed you. Mm-hmm. you. Mamma Mia. <laughs> Does the show again. Yeah. That'd be good. I would see it. I would too, yeah. Thank you. Um, You're more obliged to have seen the other two. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the third Mamma Mia, it is 2049, so um, Meryl Streep is like a cyborg. <laughs> right? That's yeah. That's how that works. Uh, well... 
Grayson, how about you take the wheel for a little bit? You're, you're the Momia expert. You've seen this movie 100,000 times. You pilot Bill Anderson's boat. Take us to the yes. island of Mamma Mia, whatever this the fake island's to, called. To us, us three dads. Calicari. Oh, my God. Okay. So here's the thing. I'm nine years old. I'm sitting in the right movie now. theater with my best friend, Haley, and my grandparents, and they took us to go see Mamma Mia in theaters. And mm. I'm sitting there, and it begins. And the joy... It begins. <laughs> the joy that Mamma Mia has held in my brain ever since then. Here, here we are. And here's the thing. Okay, so Mamma Mia starts, right? Mm-hmm. How does it start, Connery? <laughs> how does it start that's a good question it said it by moonlight that's how it starts yes oh, yeah. i have a dream <laughs> across the sea yeah, there you go. <laughs> so she's singing that and you're just like is this gonna be a scary movie like you kind of <laughs> what are you talking about <laughs> scary? you kind of get a little scared because it's a night you know you don't know what's gonna okay. happen yeah the night is always scary it's kind of like the beginning of a Dead man's chest or whatever. Yeah, yeah with a heave. <laughs> it's yeah, 2008, so you're like, ah, what's going to happen? They're singing at night. Um, but then it wakes up really Something. quick. And it's like, you know. Yes. And all the dads are packing up and we see them all. <laughs> all three of them, yeah. And yeah. all the dads are packing their bags. And... It's really hard to not draw the parallels right now between Mamma Mia 1 and Mamma Mia 2. But, you know, you see Bill has his eye tattoos on his knee. You immediately know who he is. You know? Mm -hmm. You see... An adventurer. Yeah. You see Sam and you're like, oh, he's like down to earth. And you see Harry and you're like... (laughs) Sam, he's... Sorry. An architect. An architect? <laughs> no, it's just Sam. He's American? Question mark. <laughs> like it's Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> so like one of the least American people I know. <laughs> and then you see Colin Firth, and you're like, Mister Darcy. But no. <laughs> yeah. like, oh no, my my dogs have run out of my house again. Oh. Exactly, and he's working on a bank. Yes. And so then all of these men are just like, oh. This woman that I hooked up with 20 years ago <laughs> invited me to a wedding of her daughter. <laughs> Why not? You know? They're they're also hooked on Donna still. Yeah. Good for her. 20 years have passed and they'll still come running. <laughs> And in other cases, it's like Colin Firth is just like a banker. So it's like, eh, why not? <laughs> this is the most exciting thing to happen to me in 10 I'm years. I'm spontaneous. <laughs> all, res- all respect to any bankers that may be listening to our podcast. Especially if they're Colin Firth. Yeah, especially especially if it's Colin Firth with the fictional job of banker. Colin Firth lookalikes out there. If you're a banker, you're doing God's work, you're I doing guess. God's you're Colin, work. Colin Firth lookalike, uh, go on um, Sunset Boulevard. Submit to www.mamamia.com fanfic backslash yours truly. Anyway. Who knows? Okay, sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. Actual things about the movie. Okay, Go so ahead, I'm just going to take us through like a frame by frame of this. So. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> so then they all show up and then you're like, you know, you see Sophie on the island and she's like, Bleh! you know, and then like all her little friends show up and you're like, oh. 
like they're so cute like I love that you know Mm -hmm. and she's like because I have a secret and I couldn't tell anyone until you got here and they're all like Sophie and that girl is like Scottish and you're like how did they all meet but then like and so then you're like so then but here's my here's my assumption is that like they're from families who would like summer on the island that's my assumption yeah how she knows these girls yeah yeah or she went to the same boarding school that Donna did. Oh. So those are my thoughts. Anyway. That sounds, both of them sound applicable. Yeah, so we just go with it, you know, how she yeah, they're has friends. these friends who don't accents. live there and clearly are from different places in the world. So anyway. Yes. They come and they're all excited and they think she's pregnant. She's like, oh my god, no. And she's like 20. And theoretically, she met Skye that summer and she's getting married, yet her friends also know Skye. So I'm like, maybe they did yes. all go to boarding school together, but then he says he was traveling to find himself, but then he found her, you know? The canon of it is is difficult. They, I guess that they've met that year, maybe. It could be like a year whirlwind romance kind of thing. Like 19, she meets Scott. Yeah. Like summer of 19. Yeah. And now it's summer of 20, and she is, uh, I mean, and somewhere between there, she introduced him to her friends. Yeah, Sophie's <clears throat> definitely a Pisces, so she could have like turned 20 you know that winter you know mm-hmm. okay wait did you say she's pregnant no they think she is she's they're not. like so oh, okay because i was gonna like, say no. i totally missed that point if that's true no, 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 no. i'm pregnant and one of my three baby dads is the father <laughs> yikes yikes, <laughs> yikes. <laughs> thanks connery so, no problem so then they're like what and then she's like i found my mom's diary and that's like oh my god if my kid found my diary from when I was 20. Yikes. <laughs> yeah, that's a big yikes. This is why I don't write anything down. <laughs> and so. I just have podcasts to show my current state of mind. Yeah, it's it's a modern diary. You didn't, you're, yeah. So then. Yeah. You know, you know, you're the Batman of podcasting instead of a journal that you write yes. things down in. You have a podcast. Exactly. And so then she starts just reading her friends her mom's diary, which... It's an invasion of privacy. And then the best part is she's like, dot, dot, dot. And then she just runs. You know, she just starts running. And then they follow her. And they're like, Sophie, this isn't funny. Slow the hell down. And she's just running. What ABBA song is playing while they're doing that again? It's Honey, Honey. Oh, Honey, Honey. How he Dot, dot, dot. Uh Yeah. (laughs) And so then, you know, they chase around and they, she finds out the whole three possible fathers thing. Mm-hmm. Now, if you guys could pick your father of the three, which would you pick? Like, who would be my dad yeah, or who would I be? Who's your dad? Like, who would be your dad? And then which dad are you? You know? Colin Firth would be my dad, I feel like. I also feel like Colin Firth would be my dad and I would also be Colin Firth. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, I would like to think that uh, Stellan Skarsgård's my dad, but I, I wouldn't like is. how like he's been. Bill. Oh, Bill Thank Anderson. You. Thank you. Because <laughs> we course. are in the world. Because he has of a cool. Because he has a cool <laughs> boat and he's like a traveler. I'm like that's cool, but then I feel like he'd be like unavailable as a father, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, he's good as like a second or third father, mm-hmm. <laughs> as is indicated yeah. by the end of this movie. Mm-hmm. But I think I would like Pierce Brosnan as my dad. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because even though like he's kind of like. I don't know. I think uh, Pierce Brosnan's like inherently goofy. Like he's really dashing and like good looking. Ooh. But like, I feel like your dad gives off Pierce Brosnan vibes anyway. Really? Wow. Oh God, yeah. He would appreciate that compliment. 
<laughs> no, I was, I, was, I was like, your dad kind of, like, that vibe. He just seems like cool, mellow dude. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, he's goofy. <laughs> oh, my um, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> um, I don't know. Just, like, his James Bond is always kind of, like, the goofiest one, I feel. And, uh. <laughs> He's yeah. and he's singing in this movie. And he's like, I don't really care. Just auto tune me or whatever. Like, I don't care. Like that, I'm a bad <laughs> singer. Like, and I appreciated that. He just went for it. Oh, it's so he bad. did. Yeah, he, was he does fun. not have a good singing voice, but so, he was having fun. Yeah, that's that's all I can hope for in in life. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty bad. <laughs> I'd probably be uh in like who am I in like the movie like who would I be cast as out of the three dads yeah like which dad do you feel again would be your dad and then also you're like I I'm this dad you know yeah so I would be probably my dad I believe would be Colin Firth mm-hmm. and then I feel like uh, the dad I'm most like I don't think I'm as boring as Colin Firth is he seems very defeated in this movie even though he's having fun mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm uh, extremely defeated. Go on. <laughs> yeah, extre- <laughs> extremely defeated. <laughs> That's so sad. I'm sorry. <laughs> Kidding. I'm not as adventurous as Bill, so I think I think I'd have to I'd choose Pierce Brosnan as the one that's most like me, even though I think that's very wrong anyway. <laughs> I mean, like deep down, if I were to pick a character for for myself, is that I'm Rosie. I know I'm Rosie. You know, is that the one who said take a chance yeah. on me? Yeah, like uh, I know that's me. You're not, you're not Rosie. <laughs> I really like that Tanya had her own song. Oh my god, yes, because it's like she's not really that important to the story, <laughs> uh, whatever story there may be in this movie. But I like that they gave her a whole song, and it's just about like being like <laughs> singing to this guy how he's too young and like dumb for <laughs> him or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's just amazing. And just she's like, one of my favorite actresses, to be honest. I think she's hysterical every time. Yeah, I don't see her in enough things. I guess I the just don't watch, watch the things she's in. Yeah, yeah, yeah the, the Grinch. Oh, the Grinch. They said the Branch. The like br- that's her nickname. The Branch. The Branch. <laughs> this, however, is new. is new. And then she's like, Betty. Hi. Hi. I have seen How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the live-action version with Jim Carrey, but not nearly as much as The Handsome Household, that's for sure. Uh, it's a yearly viewing. Yeah. Uh, Sometimes it's, multiple times. It kind of creeps me out, to be honest. It's great. Everyone's scary looking in that movie. Oh, my God. Okay, wait. Back to Mamma Mia. Hmm. Okay, so we just... She tells, you know, that she sent out... She called to her fathers, and they all show nice. up. Would you guys do that? No, I'd feel too socially awkward. I, I don't know. How alone and sad am I? Am I as sad as these three yeah. men are as hooked on this girl? I'd, I'd show up. If there was like a chance of getting back with her, I'd probably show up. Like, okay, if I'm... I, you know what, though? Okay. If you look at their perspectives, like, okay, Sam has always been in love with her, you know? So mm-hmm. him... Easy dubs, yeah. Yeah, and then Harry, who's oh ew, you can hear I'm on Jose's like boom mic, and you can like hear me putting my hand on my jeans. I don't like that. (laughs) It's a good sound effect. I don't like. Can you pull up that sound effect online, Connery? The hand on jeans. (laughs) Yeah, I'll see if it's on Pond Five. Thanks. (laughs) That makes me want to throw up. I don't like that. (laughs) But um. So then, though, if you're Harry, Harry 
is divorced. And her name is Harry. Mm-hmm. I thought Harry was never married. Oh, he was married. Huh? Yes, because he has yeah. um, two daughters, I believe. Oh, I got confused. Oh, I no, thought no, no, Sam no, no. had Sam two daughters. Has, Sam has sons. Harry, maybe Harry never married. I could have sworn he, he Harry was has divorced. two dogs. Yeah, Harry oh, two has dogs. two dogs. Okay. And so he's he, single. Because he said he's never he's never been in love with another woman since since her or whatever. Dot dot since dot dot dot. So that I'm like, okay, I could see him curious about revisiting. And then if Bill is as adventurous as Bill says he is. It's an excuse to go to Greece. It's an excuse to go to Greece. So yeah, you know what? Mm-hmm. I think if I were in their shoes, I would go. Would you go, Tyler? Uh, yeah, I think definitely. Like to go to this island, which seems beautiful, and half half of it's a soundstage, obviously, if not more. But no, they shot on location. Know. Oh, really? Yes, they all and <laughs> Sophie and Sky were really dating, so they're like, "Hey, do you want to go shoot this like '80s like pop album musical with your girlfriend? Wouldn't you be like, yeah?" Oh. Yes. <laughs> I will say seeing Dominic Dominic uh Cooper so young is like almost strange because I've kind of only seen him in his thirties. It's like, oh, he's just like less he's like a smaller version of himself in a way. Cause like, you know, as we all get older, I feel like we kind of just like I get don't know. thick. Yeah, I guess. Like he's not <laughs> he's like he's like fit and everything in movies, but oh my God, he just has Layla, a different body shape. Me, now. You're like, ah it's too much. Huh? And their whole scene with their, like, lay all your love on me. And, you know, they're, like, in love. And you're just like, oh, my God. Uh, See, this is Grayson, 10 years old, in the movie theater with Haley and my grandparents. And I'm like, this is so inappropriate right now. But, like. <laughs> lay all your love. Running in, like, the scuba outfits right down the pier. How is it inappropriate? There's, like, no nudity or anything. Like, it's just like, oh, people are in love? I guess because there's three of them. Is that what's inappropriate? Love is inappropriate, Tyler. <laughs> and her and her boyfriend aren't kissing and I'm with my grandparents. I'm like, oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think I would definitely go to the island to to this adventure because this is like uh, if I was any of these three characters, absolutely, but if I was just like myself when I was like 45 or something however Mm. old they're supposed to be I think I still would even if I was like like I think I would just say like because it wouldn't even be about Meryl Streep. It's just like, oh, the possibility of like meeting my daughter who I've never met. But they never know. They don't. They didn't know. They don't know. Oh, it's just like, hey, I come to my daughter's wedding, and that's all I know. Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah. So you don't know that there's a possibility that this is your kid. Oh, okay. I guess I wouldn't go then. Yeah, but... <laughs> I wouldn't go. Yeah, personally, <laughs> like, the yeah, this? I'd be like, no. But if I'm them, I like, I get it. Yeah. yeah, right, right, right. Considering all their situations and everything. But if I knew that it was to meet, like, my daughter I didn't know about, then yeah, I definitely would. Mm-hmm. But I guess that's not the premise of the movie. I, <laughs> I got confused. <laughs> <laughs> you know, personally, I, if you look at Amanda, how do you say her last name again? Seyfried? 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 Something like that, yeah. Seyfried. 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 If you look at her, I think personally her, okay, Meryl Streep and Bill that looks like their kid. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. You know? Like, I think Bill is her biological father. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it makes sense. I see it. Mm-hmm. The other guys, I'm like, no. He's definitely not related to Harry. Definitely not related to Pierce Brosnan. Like, Bill is your dad. Yeah, I'm going to ask Jose if he'll make me another margarita. Ooh. 
I wish I had drink service. Jose. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take one too. <laughs> um, but anyway, where are we in the plot? Um, I don't know. The three, the three. I guess lay all yes. your love on me is, is mean, what you last talked about. <laughs> is there a plot? There kind of is. Like, yes, there is. But is that the most important thing about Mamma Mia? The most important thing about Mamma Mia is a the fact that it's all Abba. Yes. You know, that's the most important thing. The most important thing is the location because it's gorgeous. Did that blow your mind that it was all shot, like, on location now, Tyler? Yeah, because, I mean, some of it, I, I'm sure there's some of it, there's set work in there. Oh, I could, sure, I feel yeah. like I kind of yeah. see it, but but I could definitely see, like, a lot of location stuff, too. Especially in the beginning, like, with uh, Sophie and her friends, yeah. like, running through the island in the beginning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, my God, I really need to go to Greece. Like, after watching <laughs> this and the trip to Greece that we covered, like, last year, oh, yeah. Connery, I'm like... Mm-hmm. Man, that's like I definitely need to go. Like just the water itself, like so pretty mm-hmm. with like all the trees on yeah. the on the coast and the rocks. Like there's just something so otherworldly about it. Apparently, the water's <laughs> freezing though. Oh really? Yeah. Well, just to look at, I don't know. I probably wouldn't it's swim in it. It's a faux hellscape. Oh no, I'd have to go into the water and like live my Mamma Mia fantasy. <laughs> Screaming. <laughs> I was even doing that when I was in Paris. I'm like, walks along the Seine, laughing in the rain. Like, (laughs) anytime you can... Oh, look, Jose's getting me another margarita. A round of applause for Jose. Aww. Connor, you haven't taught Niles how to bring you an old-fashioned yet? Not yet. He's very willful about it. He's (laughs) willful. He's trying. He just chews on the orange instead. (laughs) Well, that's how he gets the peel off. Yeah, it just doesn't ever come off. It's just like it's just like a chewed up peel. <laughs> He's like doing that thing he does. <laughs> yeah. It was kind of funny. He left the room, then he came back. He's like staring at me in the door with like the weirdest eyes I've ever seen him have. Like they were like drifting apart from each other. He was doing chameleon eyes pretty much. I was like, what are you doing? We are of course talking. If for some reason this is anyone's first episode, we're talking about Connery's dog, not, not a roommate. Don't worry. Not, not some like weird man who lives in my apartment also. With like chameleon on orange. With chameleon eyes. We're not talking about the man that lives underneath Connery's home. We're talking about his dog. Not his like Jane Eyre wife in the attic. <laughs> who all, who goes? Who goes? <laughs> every now and then. Can you imagine Niles as a human? Yeah, because Frazier. <laughs> yeah, because Frazier. Not just the name, but like he'd be like he'd be like a homunculus weird creature. He'd be like. Yeah, screaming Connor. at me that it's time to go outside. Connery's dog, not his Frankenstein creation. <laughs> yeah, not yet. Oh my god! You should get him a collar with some uh, bolts on the side for Halloween. <laughs> That'd be pretty funny. What, what was the voice I usually do? That's just when he's doing something really dumb. Yeah. <laughs> or just wants attention like intensely. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Um. Anyways, anyways uh, tirade's <laughs> over. Anyways, uh, what's her, what's Sophie's husband's fiance's name? Sky. 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 He's building a website <laughs> for the He's island. Building a website. <laughs> That's a subplot that goes nowhere. Well, who wants to really hear about his website? Like, we have far bigger fish to fry. We have to find out who a father is. And also, it's like, you know, it's, it's just like. <laughs> 
retrospect. <laughs> this is not a great choice for a podcast because there's not much to talk about. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's why it's good. <laughs> That's why it's good. There's but bigger like, monkfish to fry. If I can like just focus in on like five points about this, I'll talk for the entire like three hours you guys want this to be like. <laughs> <laughs> we want it to be. Oh, we're already at 40 minutes. Hey, we legally obligated to only have 20 more. Yeah, <laughs> legally. <laughs> okay, so like here's the thing. Another fun fact about Mama Mia that I don't know is true. But <laughs> a Mama Mia rumor. A Mama Mia rumor is that she did the winner takes it all all in one shot. Or one take. Wow. I remember that story, yeah. And also, another highlight is at the end of it when she runs up the mountain and Pierce Brosnan goes, Donna! Like, when she's at the top. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. That's another, like, iconic moment. And, like, my graduation party, my theme was um, Mamma Mia. Mamma Mia. Wow. Yeah. And my mom wore a very, like, Donna-esque outfit in that scene. So, like, good for her because the costuming in Mamma Mia is just beyond fantastic. Like, Tyler, look at your background right now, A. And then, like, <laughs> well, they don't dress like that until the credits. It's all like the credits poses of the three possible dads in their like 70s uh, BGs with their names written on their belts because you definitely forgot their names over the course of the movie. So good. And then it's like, the outfits are they're, they're just fantastic they're so fantastic because it's also like how often in movies if it's like oh we have a chance to get away with girls in just like a skimpy bikini are they gonna take that Every you time. know but no not mama mia when sophie strips down to jump into the ocean to sail around the island she has on it's a, a cute little one piece you know mm -hmm. and then it's like it's fun printed everything is just so freaking cohesive and the colors that go with the island it's like oh it's just so beautiful to look at mm -hmm. and like yeah, it really is and it's like yeah the set design is great and like all the camera work is really phenomenal too like her uh, i guess it's during the mama mia song when she finds she sees all three of the potential dads <laughs> in the goat barn or whatever the goat house yes yeah the goat house the goat house mm -hmm. and uh she's like climbing up on top of it and everything and singing all that like all the camera work like following her up there and everything like a lot of great like crane work just like classic musical stuff as far as i understand yes. it it's great and like okay slipping through my fingers you know, you like watch the movie or i okay i watch the movie and i'm like <laughs> <laughs> this is such a funny like bit you know like this whole movie i'm just watching it because it's so silly and so fun and then it gets to slipping through my fingers and i'm like sobbing just completely slipping through my fingers oh <laughs> can anybody see is anybody slipping next to me you know is anybody <laughs> slipping next to me? he's actually a janitor <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like it's so yes it's it's so good and i don't know if this is like because every other of my friends who yes are women that i watch this with we all sit there and we're like i know that moment and i feel like it's just that like mother daughter like such like a pure little like connection moment that we just sit there and we like sob our little eyes out because we're like i understand that moment 
know? Yeah, that was, I guess now I'm finally realizing which song that is. And yeah, that's like the one song where I'm just like, uh, I don't like this song. It's my least favorite <laughs> song. <laughs> and then I was like, I'm like, and then after this, like, as the scene's going on, I'm like, oh, actually, I, I totally understand. This is just not something I'll experience. Like, I get this is like you don't get it. Oh this God. is the mom song. It's like the mother daughter song at a wedding. You oh. know, like that's the yeah. song. So it's like, oh, I totally understand it. And she's um, like, do you think that I'm letting you down? And she's like, why would you say that? And she's like, well, because of you and everything you've done with this place and the dynamos and everything we've had. And she's like, well, I I didn't have a choice when I got pregnant. My mother told me, don't you bother coming back. And I wouldn't have had it any other way. My God, look what we've had. And you're just like, ah. And you just like, <laughs> you sob. And and you can recite this whole movie <laughs> by heart, by the way. I legit yeah. could recite it from top to bottom. And mm -hmm. it's just like, it's a Mamma Mia is such a great testament to like female relationships in general because yeah you look at it, like mother daughter like that moment is so cute and so like pure and fantastic and then you also look at like sophie and her friends who are like the direct mirror of like donna and her friends mm -hmm. and it's you know supposed to be again that they all knew through like like college and yeah it's like even though all of their lives went in such different directions that they all just like love and support each other and want to be there for each other. And you're just like oh, women. And it's so women, much. Women. I love it. <laughs> is that a there's also like a is is that from Little Women? There's like a meme of just us. <laughs> My little no, it's of Cersei Cersei Roman. Roman. Women. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Mama Mia in a nutshell is that meme. Because at the end of the day, Mamma Mia, it's not about Sophie's love for Sky. You know? No, not at all. <laughs> no. It's not. It's not. It's it's about like family love. And even bigger than that, like Donna not even necessarily being very supportive of the idea of Sophie getting married, but being supportive of Sophie's like choice, which is a different movie. But <laughs> <laughs> I sense the pause between the two words. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't intend for that, but it just happened. So, you know. Yeah. Um, but it's just like, it's so fantastic. And then even in the end when she's like, let's call this whole thing off, you know, and just see the world. And you're like. <laughs> and we're about, I have a dream. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was like, I feel like one of my favorite songs in this thing is like, is still like the, I can still recall our last summer. That, that song also makes me fucking cry Can't i was it. i was like oh this is actually really nice like I actually sitting down listening to that song i was like this is a really good song this might be my favorite one other than like you know winter takes all of course but uh, yeah what's um what song do they sing at night give me give me give me a man after, a man after man. Oh, yeah. there are people everywhere because <laughs> uh there's a lot of songs I like in this movie but i feel like that's the part in the movie where i'm like I wish they would cut the scene down a little bit more because I was it's getting so long. I was basically just getting like dizzy because you're supposed to be and like yeah. everyone's just dancing and sweaty and moving like moving in circles and stuff mm -hmm. and it's like supposed it's like to the be the rape scene in the Matrix. <laughs> oh, I thought you said the wraith scene like from Matrix Reloaded. Like the, the rave scene in the Matrix Reloaded. I did. Oh, the wraith. Like the two. Oh, the wraith. The twins. Yeah, like the, yeah, yeah. It was like the twins. Yeah, but yeah, it's like. 
I this movie or this scene's supposed to make me yeah. feel uncomfortable. Yeah. So like I get it, but it's just like oh it's I can't look at this. Fantastic cinema, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Uncut job. Truly. Tyler, what was your favorite song watching this? My do you recall? Favorite song. Do you... I don't know. I really like the Mamma Mia song. Okay, well um... you can't pick that one. <laughs> <laughs> trying to do process of elimination because i'm always bad with lyrics and like songs and stuff so super true what is your favorite beat uh, i'm trying to remember like it's hard like i can circle out the ones i didn't like that much that's easier for some no, reason no that's not the point <laughs> no that's negativity and mama mia is not about negativity yeah they two don't associate together. yeah what's the song that pierce brosnan sings with meryl so yeah. <laughs> I like that one because he honestly he kind of sounds like like early two thousands David Bowie like that's probably the best compliment he'll ever get for his singing yeah um oh, and yeah. it made me nostalgic for that and like you know what I love Pierce Brosnan I re- like I like the auto tune because at least it means he's in this movie and like he's not even he's not even a talk singing like your biggest pet peeve Connery like in a in Les Mis. Uh, yeah, or like Sweeney Todd. Yeah. I think you've said Sweeney that before. Sweeney Todd, Johnny Depp is guilty of toxing his entire yeah, thing. Yeah. yeah, but which I hate because Sweeney Todd's supposed to actually sing. Mm-hmm. Pierce Brosnan's not even talk singing. He's just like mm-hmm. s- he's like shout singing. He goes there. <laughs> yeah. just, he commits. He is like, oh, <laughs> and it's just like he's he's just being there, and I appreciate it. Like it's obviously not good, but like that's not. I'm just here to have fun. Yeah. I don't know, this movie does feel like that essence of like we called a bunch of our friends. It doesn't matter if you can sing or not. Yeah. We're all just, just gonna shoot this here. thing and just have like a blast. Yeah, just just come on in. We're doing karaoke night. It's a Mia theme. Yes. It's also a movie. And that's what being it's... the dancing queen is all about. <laughs> true. Mm-hmm. I, Very true. It's just like this is one of the campiest movies I've ever seen, <laughs> yes. and I really appreciated yes. it. it. It gave me like like the most. It's probably the campiest movie I've ever seen. I think it's bumped Batman and Robin down one step. The sec- wow. second campiest movie we've ever watched and covered on there this podcast. Um, but to that point, <laughs> Lily wasn't watching it. She was just come by, like through like our living room is between our bedroom and our uh, kitchen. So she was. But she'd seen it. Oh, before. Okay. okay. No, she'd never finished it. I don't think. <gasps> so she only finished part of it. <laughs> exactly. We don't know who the father I is, do we? It doesn't is. matter. <laughs> I know who the father is. Go on. It's Bill. It's Bill. I, I DNA tested all three actors. <laughs> <laughs> I had to know. Um, she's just walking by to get like water or something or something from the kitchen. <laughs> she walked by right at the point. I, what's the song when they're in the hotel and Christine Baranski like <clears throat> puts the corn like at her crotch? Dancing Queen. Like, yeah, okay, so it is Dancing Queen. And she's like <laughs> just singing about one of the men and like just having phallic imagery and Lily's walking by and she's like, What is this? It's like like this kind of like gets me interested in just how it's like ridiculous it looks. Oh, does it? Yeah. Oh and on top Does it? <laughs> does it? And just uh, not just that, but you already said it too, Grayson, where it's just like so many good outfits and stuff. That's like so I I just sent her a picture of Meryl's outfit in the beginning of like the overalls and she's basically wearing like a cottage core shirt. It's literally mm-hmm. my uniform since I was 10 years old. That's why I have overalls. Look at my yeah. shirt. Like, hello. Look at my shirt. <laughs> now I have to upload this video to YouTube that Connery's <laughs> saying that we should do. And That's a new marketing thing. Okay, and also though, Mamma Mia is just okay. She's crying. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> Mamma Mia. And then 
on top of it, okay, we can't even go into the inconsistencies that come up in Mamma Mia 2 because, like, we're just not there yet. Yeah. But, yeah. like, Super Trooper, the whole, you know, like, where they take it from, like, oh, this is so, like, funny. Like, your mom and, like, her little girlfriends are, like, singing, like, little song for her. But then at the end mm-hmm. where you see Sophie's face and you just, like, see how much that meant to her, you're just yeah. like, oh, no. I'm sobbing. And then it turns into a real showstopper. It goes from that awkward super trooper. It's, oh my God. It's just, it's such an amazing movie. And I legitimately think everyone needs to see it. <laughs> super trooper is a, a great song for that too. Cause it kind of starts that way anyway. Mm-hmm. It's just like a solo vocal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I have lots of experience with that song because whenever we go karaoke, and Alyssa and a uh, previous and impending guest Alyssa Wise mm-hmm. is there. You bet she's putting on Super Trooper. Good. And you're just like, okay, like doing this song again. <laughs> <laughs> and then it gets into the beat. I'm like, yeah, I'm into this song. Oh, the super Yeah, it's like something <laughs> something I've heard many times, and I'm like exhausted on like hour three of karaoke in like K Town after like four cocktails. I'm just like, oh my god, it's please stop! But like, I still like it somehow. It carries you. It just takes Super Trooper yeah. just takes you into its arms and like kisses you on the forehead and is like somewhere in the crowd. There's you. There's you. Yeah. It, it Die now. Kisses your forehead at the tone of oopapa. <laughs> exactly. Oopapa. Oopapa. <laughs> and it's just like, also for somebody to listen to all the songs of ABBA and create this storyline, <laughs> you know? It's Shakespearean. It's Shakespearean. It's kind of like, it's kind of like Doctor Strange uh, in Avengers Endgame when Doctor Strange is like, there's only one way where this outcome comes out and we win. And that ver- <laughs> that outcome is Mamma Mia. Yeah, We do Mamma Mia. <laughs> like, this is the best possible outcome of d- adapting a ABBA songs into a play, I think. <sighs> yeah. musical. Could not ask for more. You literally could. Maybe, maybe a little less, but I could not ask for more. <laughs> No, it's it's physically impossible to ask, mentally even impossible to ask for more from this movie. It's but. like, and I wish it was like fifteen minutes shorter, because no. like by like an hour no. in, I like paused it. I'm like, oh, I know, I, I paused it half an hour. I'm like, ooh, I thought this was an hour and a half long. Pause at an hour. I'm like, I'm enjoying this, but oh my I god, this I'm only halfway through. There's so much plot <laughs> to go through. So many songs left. Like it's. it's it's the one movie Grayson's ever said, <laughs> I, I want, want more. more. <laughs> and you should take that back because no, there is no plot for you to get through because there is no plot to Mamma Mia. It's just happiness. So. <laughs> yeah. But what's also fantastic about, you know, the fact that Mamma Mia exists is that then you get like when musical theater people create like, oh, this is my like album, you know, and they're like singing different musical theater songs. Mm-hmm. Then if you strip it all away, it's these theater people just covering this pop, this like Swedish pop band, you know, <laughs> like if you yeah. in your head, you're like, Mamma Mia doesn't exist, you know, then you just have these mm-hmm. musical theater people who are like, I'm just singing this like 80s. I'm just singing ABBA, ABBA pop band. <laughs> and it's like fantastic. Oh, you're talking about like the like, performers? Thank you for the music. <laughs> or like Michael Ball singing The Winner Takes It All. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, are you Who's kidding my- me? <laughs> Who's Michael Ball? Michael Ball is, is a singer from the early 2000s, Tyler, that me and Grayson had 
<laughs> like a CD of, uh-huh. and he had the most intense vibrato that ever existed. Oh, you could drive a truck through there, but it's art. <laughs> I'm going to listen to Michael Ball now. Oh, please do. Is and he... do whatever it takes, like, the winner takes it all! Can, can you do, like, a 10-second clip at the end of this episode of Michael Ball, Connery, <laughs> Of please? Michael Ball singing Winner Takes It All? I sure yeah, I'll, so. I'll find it, and I'll send it to He's... you, all right? Oh, it's, it'll, it'll be on Spotify, He's I'm incredible. sure. That's an easy do. We love yeah, him. We'll I'm a Michael it. Ball stan forever. Yeah, for sure. I'll I'll, I'll do a little 10-second Michael Ball singing at the end of this. <laughs> uh, I know Michael Ball House, the cinematographer. No. He shot <laughs> Francis Ford Coppola's Bram Stoker's Dracula. Oh, hey, that's fun. <laughs> that's where my brain is. And don't forget is Wild Wild West. Vibrato? Wild Wild West. Okay. Um. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> Let's talk about Mama. Yeah. I don't even know what else to talk about in this this movie. Um. Maybe we should just do uh three of our favorite moments, and then and then I have a question for you all. Oh God, that's wait. the game I'll play. Okay. All right. Um, I'll go first, yeah. I guess, because I feel like I have some in mind. My favorite parts in order, I, from number one to three, my first favorite is um, how anticlimactic. Our la- our la- what? I said how anticlimactic going one to three. I finally go, I'll go three to one. Yeah! Um, <laughs> so, my third favorite moment is... Connery Hans's third favorite moment. In my the top moment. three. We're counting down the top best moments of Mamma Mia here on Barstool Sports. Somewhere in the crowd, there's you. Okay. So I, I love the whole bachelorette party. That's probably my third favorite moment is like the whole bachelorette party. That's that what I'm doing. That super trooper that has people everywhere. Yeah. That's what's happening for my bachelorette party. <laughs> I I can only imagine, yeah. Um. So there's that. My second favorite is the whole winner takes it all. I just love the church at the end of all those like steps beyond. and something that's very romantic and beautiful. It's beyond, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then my first favorite is the I can still recall our last summer. Because <laughs> you get a little dad origin. She's actually spending time with these three men that she doesn't know which one of them is her dad. So it's kind of like dividing time equally yeah. between them. I like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's good. Tyler, do you have things in mind or should we go to Geik's? Oh, that was your first? I guess I'm Yeah, that was my that's my first favorite. Okay. Um yeah, I guess my third favorite is um <laughs> this the the end after everything's dissolved basically. Yeah. And uh um Pierce Brosnan proposes to Meryl Streep. I'm sorry, Sam what's his last name? Sam Carmichael oh, yeah. proposes to Donna uh, Sheridan. To, yeah, to Donna, Donna Sheridan, Sheridan, thank you. Uh-huh. Um and like the other two guys are just like kind of fine with it, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Um, well, and I was Bill like, doesn't want to marry her, and end up, and, and Harry's yeah. gay. Yeah, that's what I was just like. This yeah. movie does way more than any live action Disney <laughs> movies ever done. Where it's just like, oh, an exclusively gay moment because it's just, it's just like the way it happens in this movie is so funny. He's just like, it's so good. He just, it's part of the song, and then he's just like singing with a man, and then they like dance away or something and then like mm. and then like the next like a minute later he's just suddenly shirtless and dancing with a shirtless man and it's just really fun <laughs> and he's like hugging that guy it's just like yeah. the most like it's like the funniest way of like telling a story of a character through song it's fantastic it's art that is musical theater it, he says you're the only one i've ever loved and the last and one. i'll probably never love another woman and the last one <laughs> and then the whole church is like yeah. ooh, ooh. <laughs> Yeah, so that's pretty fun. I guess number two is just like it's just all the triplet dad things where it's just like they all stand up when she's like, her dad is here. It's <laughs> just like, oh, this is awkward. <laughs> they all stand, yeah. 
but you say this is a lot about like uh, like mainly like the main theme is like female friendship mm-hmm. and stuff and like female relationships um i like i i do think there's like a strong sub theme though of just like dads mm-hmm. and uh honestly i i, I wrote I'm down like, like it would be I, I wrote i wrote down it would be cool to have three dads yeah <laughs> It'd be cool to have three dads. Like, that's pretty sick to, like, be able to confide in three different dads and, like, they're all, like, good at different things, Yeah, for different sources. Like, source your dads, you know? Yeah, source your... That's why I'm announcing my new business. (laughs) Sort your dad. Connery, that's what we got to do. We just kind of, like, outsource. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Yeah. I was going to say, I feel like we kind of got to live that life. Literally. Good for us. Yeah. Adapting. Your own personal Harry Bright... Oh my god! Yeah, we got we do have a Harry, we do have a Bill, and we I feel like we do have a Sam. So I think I think we got yeah, it. Yeah, good for us. There you go. Yeah. Um. Now you must sing. They do. Okay. <laughs> I have a dream. <laughs> okay, wait. Wait, did I do a number one? I, I no. Uh, no. Uh, my number one is just the song with Christine Baranski, where like. She's like ducks below the the guy who's really the bartender who's really into her, mm-hmm. yeah, and then puts a big diaper on him. And I thought that was really funny. <laughs> yeah, like, big diaper. <laughs> I was just like laughing out loud. Mm-hmm. I wasn't just loling; I was actually laughing out he loud. He was like literally. Out. I typed it lulling. out. Um, I was El Mayo rolling on the floor laughing. <laughs> I was just like L I M A O. Um. Oh God, it's so hard. It is to pick a single moment. And Mamma Mia is trying to define a generation in a sentence, you know? Like, how does one pick a single moment of Mamma Mia? They were cool. (laughs) (laughs) It was good. Oh, Oh, God. Okay. I think... I think moment number three is specifically in Dancing Queen. There's this moment... Where they're all running with, like, their little, like, scarves and hands in the air, you know, and they're, like, being so cute, mm-hmm. and they're all skipping, and you're, like, women, again. Um, but there's <laughs> this part where you see this older woman, and she's holding, like, a bushel of sticks on her shoulders. <laughs> yeah, that part is good. And then she goes, oh, yeah, and, like, throws them <laughs> yeah. off. Like, that part. That's a good bit. I think that's three, because yeah. that's just such a good moment, and you just feel her, like, liberation. Absolutely. Um, and then two. Oh, there's just like it's so it's so hard. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think my second favorite part would have to be um when it's after the bachelorette party and Donna comes in and she's like, I've been tossing and turning all night. And she's like talking to like her girl pals and they're all like, you know, like a little like drunky pants and like hungover. Um, mm-hmm. well, hold on. Jose's asking me if my red light on the record button is still recording. Okay. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> um, Yay. <laughs> Yay. Good. I was about to be like, oh no. <laughs> Back to the top. <laughs> the, sense, the sense of dread. <laughs> We both feel. <laughs> I'm like, let's go again. I'll talk about this movie from beginning to end again. Here um, we go again. <laughs> Mama Mia. Um, yeah. 
but that moment and then yeah when donna comes in and she's like i've been tossing and turning all night and then sophie comes in and she's like i've been tossing and turning all night and it's like the same bit and i think that's really cute the parallels from like the mom and the yeah, her mom and like and her kind of like and in general it's, it's always fun and then okay wait 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 section 2a of that is when sophie has her meltdown at her mom and she's like no that's what you want you know like when she's yeah. like sophie yeah. what's wrong and she thinks that she's upset because sophie doesn't want to marry sky but she's upset because she doesn't know who her dad is because she doesn't know who her dad is um yeah and then the boys come like stumbling up and she's like and you were supposed to be helping me sophie's gonna have a beautiful wedding <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's just a really good, like, mom bit in general. Yeah. And then, I think my favorite part... I think... I think my favorite part would be... The winner takes it all. Because she's just so good. Like, it's such, like... I feel like it elevates the whole movie. You know where it goes from being kind of, like... Like, if you're not sold on the movie, by the time it gets to a winner takes it all, you're like, oh my god. You know? Like, she just sells it so hard. And, like, obviously, slipping through my fingers is fantastic. And I, like, love it. From, like, that point on, I'm just, like, a sobbing wreck. But, like... Slipping through my fingers. Oh. Oh. Um, But by the time where she looks at him and she goes, I don't want to talk it makes me feel sad and you're like oh my god um that is why i don't want to talk sometimes that's true (laughs) yeah because it makes you feel Mm -hmm. sad and just her hand gestures at him like the this one is just uh, (laughs) oh they they're listening and they know which one it is um and then she just runs you know she just runs and she sprints up that like half mile of stairs like it's nothing I know. Her and, her and Sophie share that trait. Yeah, they just running run. away mid conversation. And uh she's like there the whole wedding's basically waiting for her. for uh for her. But then I'm like, "Oh, like would Sophie be mad at her?" I'm like, "Oh wait, no. She's caused all of this." So like yeah. it's she can't this possibly kind of her be shit mad. show. Yeah. Oh my god. And then <laughs> and she's like, "I don't care if you slept with hundreds of guys. You're my mom." I love you so much and then she's like oh and they hug and then she looks at the priest and she's like and it hasn't been hundreds <laughs> <laughs> it's so good and oh my god mama mia too you guys are ready you're not you're not ready do you are like you... mama mia too more than one guy it's it's impossible to say you know that's mm. like asking are you a parent who their favorite child is like you know you have one <laughs> but i'm not gonna say <laughs> Who's your favorite fictional dad out of the three? Oh, I guess we already did that, and we had an answer. Never mind. You know what, though? I feel like, yeah, I feel like my favorite's Harry, because, like, I have, I have, I mean, like, I have a mug with Colin Firth's face on it, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, are you, uh, mine, huh? Who? Mine's Harry, too. I, I, I just, he makes me laugh every time, when she's like, where are you? I'm spontaneous. Okay, and <laughs> the pride that Colin Firth has for doing Mamma Mia alone, you know? I was going to say, we can save that that bit towards the, in the end, guys, with no, the one just more thing. Go ahead now. Like, I don't know about it. We're, we're pretty close at the end here. Oh, okay, uh, I can do the bit. Hold on. Oh, he's um, getting into character. What, what, what was the name of, what's the name of the big James theater guy, Lipton. guys? James Lipton. James Lipton? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, James Lipton, in an interview with Colin Firth, asked him at one point, he was like, if there is a God and a heaven, what would you hope that he says to you when you get there? And Colin Firth responded, Well, I thought you were rather good in Mamma Mia. <laughs> so that's his hope it's, that God would say to him at the pearly gates. I thought you were good in Mamma Mia. <laughs> it seems like everyone in this movie really had a good time. Like, I don't really see them faking it. And, like, I just love Stellan Skarsgård so much as an actor because he's just, like, a weirdo most of the time. And he, in this, he's, like, pretty, like, like, he's the hippie character, but, like, He's pretty mellow. I just like you can see my background still, and like when they're in like the the disco That's outfits amazing. or whatever. I just imagined him wearing that, but in a girl with a dragon tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> sail, sail away, sail away. Oh my god, I love that song. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's uh, all about context, guys. It's all about context. Yeah. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes says the critics consensus consensus they only give us fifty five percent. No, that's wrong. Out of 100. Isn't no. that blasphemous? Yeah. It's wrong. Yeah. The, the critics' consensus review is, this jukebox musical is full of fluffy fun, yeah. but rough singing voices, and a campy tone might not make you feel like you can dance the whole 90 minutes. No, that means, wow. see, that review to me is a five-star review. Like, that's what I look for when I'm going to watch a movie. Exactly. It's like, this is, implies that people don't like campiness? Yeah, and it implies that, like, do they even... Everyone's a universally good singer. Because you can obviously source really good singers easily. That's, like, not And it's hard. also, like, do they even know what the Met Gala theme was a couple of years ago? Like, Mamma Mia was ahead of its time. Oh. Yeah, everyone got it, like, kind of wrong, too, didn't they, or something? Like, yeah. Like, camp was Yeah, the theme. a lot of people didn't understand what, what Oh, my God, wait, do camp. you guys want to know what I would have worn to the Met Gala theme for it being camp? Okay, I'm going to yes. tell you anyway. So, my theme for camp would have been, like, I would have had, you know, like... Like, the, like, yellow and brown, like, little, like, Boy Scout uniform. Yeah, so, like, from uh, <laughs> the Pixar movie. Yeah. yeah. So, it would be, like, from, like, the waist up, like, the little Boy Scout uniform, right? And then mm -hmm. around my waist would be, like, the Boy Scout sash. And then yes. the bottom, it would, like, fan out to a full skirt that looked like a tent. Oh, and then like literal camp. You're not ready for this part. And then <laughs> the bottom would have been like hot pink ruffly frills for like extra campiness, you know? Yeah. And mm. then my shoes would have been black, like ankle booties that were covered in like flames to be like that's the campfire. Oh, there that's funny. I know. That's, that's literal camp. I know. Yeah. I was just gonna wear a very padded like suit with nipples on the where you could see the nipples coming out of them see i mean so like, <laughs> like, like the bat just the nipple cutouts the like not like nipple cutouts <laughs> but you know like the, like the bat nipples on the bat suit so yeah, it'd yeah, be yeah. like that but it'd be like that but like a really just buff padded suit okay see that's pretty good because usually like i feel like men at the met gala have like a track record of just like yeah phoning, phoning it, in. it in it's like hello i'm wearing a yeah. suit yeah like come on except, yeah i'm wearing a suit to this except for uh what's his name is it uh billy billy porter yeah, yeah, Billy, Billy Porter, Porter has mm. been making the most amazing Met Gala looks for I don't even know how long. He showed up in gold armor. And I'm like, where have where's this been? No, I mean, everybody isn't doing. Billy that. Porter is like, yeah, Met Gala royalty. <laughs> and yeah. Blake before what I before I say what I would wear at the Met Gala, I did just watch a video of uh, Nick Cage at the premiere of that new Nick Cage movie coming out, and he's wearing like a yeah. plaid 
uh, suit. Uh-huh. And he's just this, like, his reasoning in the beginning of the video. He's just like, you know, whenever I go to UK, I, I love shortbread. I just love to eat shortbread. And uh, every time I go over to London, I want I got to buy some shortbread. And I really want I wanted to look like a shortbread. And he's, like, <laughs> he's just, like, really just being so strange. Me too. And uh, it's great. I'll share the video. Uh, I really enjoyed that video, and I love Nick Cage. But I would just, if it's camp, I would just be dressed as like I would do like a goth Riddler, I think, mm. where Ooh. it's like it's mixing Batman Forever and the Batman together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. So I'd have big streaky eyes, but I would just be wearing the uh, <laughs> the unitard that Jim Carrey wears. <laughs> I love it. It's like dark green eyeliner dripping down your mm-hmm. face all the yeah. way down. But then like the onesie, you're just like, yeah, mm-hmm. Met Gala. Mm-hmm. It's also That's something good. like Jared, Jared Leto would probably wear. Yeah. Just on the daily. Uh, no, he'd be wearing some big like flowing cult leader gown kind of outfit, I feel like. That's more of his aesthetic. Jared Leto for yeah. camp. I don't remember what he wore for camp. I feel like. No, Jared Leto usually, yeah, will turn out something good. Some kind of kimono he always wears, I feel like. Yeah, he'll like to do something, yeah, usually like elongated. Something flowing. Um, But yeah, Mamma Mia, which in itself should yes. be a Met Gala theme. Truly. <laughs> That'd be pretty fun. <laughs> Everyone just shows up in the disco up at the end. Literally, oh my god. Yes. <laughs> I like that there's two songs in the credits that they're singing. You want another one? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yes! <laughs> at, that, at that point, I was kind of like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> you could go to credits. And they sing Waterloo. It's so good. I wonder if this movie influenced Ricky, or inspired Ricky and the Flash, that movie, where she's nobody. No. No, I don't know. I okay. haven't seen Sorry. anything except Mamma Mia. It's uh well that's fair. Um it's a Jonathan Jonathan Demi's last movie, I think. Um and Meryl Streep is a rock star mom. Oh much yeah. like she is in this. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. Uh but yeah. Uh two fun facts before we wrap it up. Oh but um Philip uh Philida, I think is how you say her name. Philida Lloyd directed this movie. So An uh, female filmmaker, which is always cool, especially for like 2008. And I don't mm-hmm. know. I think she just kills this movie. Like, like I said, all the camera work is so great. It's fantastic. And, like, it's performances are phenomenal. Art. Um, she did mainly like British stage, like a lot of like prestigious stage kind of stuff for this. That makes sense. Um, she went on to direct The Iron Lady and then did one, another movie. But um, I don't know. It makes me wish she had made more movies so far just because... I really like this movie. <laughs> oh my god! Listen, Mamma Mia two. You're not ready. Are you You're gonna really Are you gonna out. join us to go again? Yes, I'm everyone's favorite guest, and I will be returning yeah. for Mamma Mia two. And I'm saying it right now and leave it in the podcast so you can't find someone else. <laughs> Second and last fun fact I have is that Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson were executive producers on this movie. Yes, and I think that's fun, and that they support great projects, and um, I think they're both. Like now, Greek citizens they or something are. like that. Yeah, because because yeah, of Rita Wilson's family, I think. Mm-hmm. So it seems like they've had ties to Greece for uh, for a long time now. Well, didn't so. didn't she produce my big fat Greek wedding as well? Oh, you're right. Yeah. So like anything oh, Greek, yeah. they're around. My big fat Isn't Greek wedding. Greek I, in I general? believe she is. I believe so. Yeah. 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 Another uh, movie franchise I can't wait to cover because... Have you seen those? Oh, my God. Uh, I've seen the first one. The second one okay, is... Good. It holds up. It is also fantastic. Really? Yeah. And I'm, like, I obsessed just think... with my Big Fat Greek Wedding. 
Well, there you go. We'll do that. We'll do one Greek movie every year. <laughs> Franchise. Well, because literally. I guess we kind of have. We did Trip to Greece. Right. Now we're in Mamma Mia Town. But like, because in my big fat Greek wedding, where the aunt, who was me, who talks about where they found her twin in her neck, that's what I used to tell yeah, see, everyone my tumor was. But it turns out it wasn't my twin. I asked the surgeon no. and it wasn't. But like, that's where my lump was, right where she had hers. And so I used to tell everyone that it was my twin. Yes, Derek. Mm-hmm, Derek. Is it tasteless to make a malignant <laughs> reference right now? No, no, it's she fine. won't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay, so I cut it out. <laughs> uh, we'll cover, we'll cover uh, Mama Mia this year as we are. Next year, my big fat geek wedding, and then uh, whenever Yorgos Lanthimos makes a sequel to Dog Tooth, we'll we'll cover that. Oh my god, <laughs> that's a joke for zero people. Um, uh, I don't know what I was gonna say. This movie's good. Oh my god, it's so good! It is such a fantastic movie, and like I love just how fun and fantastic it is. And like, you know, they could have been like, oh yeah, let's just put all the girls in like skimpy bikinis, and they just, they just don't. And it's yeah. just fantastic no, and don't. fun, and like everybody just looks like they're having such a good time. And it's just such a it's just such a happy movie. And it's the chillest looking vacation I've ever seen. And it makes me really want to go to Greece. Truly. Me too. And uh this will probably I'll put this into my Greece playlist whenever I go. Oh my god. Yeah. Literally. Literally, you just have to listen to it the entire time. And it's also <laughs> like like whoever wrote Mamma Mia, it's like, why didn't you make it set in Sweden? No. Oh, because I think Greece is more fun, probably. I don't, yeah, yeah, it's it has, more romantic. It truly has nothing to do with Greece, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, like, why isn't it, like, why isn't it set in Sweden? I don't know. I, I feel like it'd be very, I feel like it's so summer. It, and maybe that's, and that's just the association because yeah. of the movie and the play. But, like, Bill's supposed to be Swedish. Yeah. yeah. So maybe he's so maybe the homage he's, to uh he's Abba. It's, it's Swedish roots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he is Abba. He, he represents he symbolizes all of Abba. You know Abba and You know what? Let me double check something actually really quick because there's a member of Abba in Mamma Mia 2. Oh. But let me see if he's mm. in Mamma Mia 1. Oh yeah. He's Bjorn Olveus. Is that who that is? Mhm. Olveus appears as an Oxford professor. Yeah, yeah, but he's in the second one, which... Mm. In this, it says cameo appearances and credited roles. Bjorn Olveus as Greek god. He is a member of ABBA. And then Rita Wilson... Oh, he's in the... Huh? Rita Wilson as Greek goddess. I'm like, I don't remember seeing them. You know... Uh, they're very, very much in the very end with all the Greek gods show up uh, yeah, in the yeah, credits yeah. scene. But it's just such a fun movie, and it's so fantastic. And if you ever just want to feel happy and, like, you're on a beautiful vacation with <laughs> where everything's just okay yeah mm-hmm. if you ever want to be happy watch mamma mia literally that's the recipe indeed, for indeed. happiness is watch mamma mia well that's our episode on <laughs> mamma mia the 2008 hit film that's inspired a generation which includes one grayson hansen <laughs> and now possibly one tyler dennery yay <laughs> um grayson thank you so much for joining us today do you have anything to plug um before we go i i i don't i don't have anything to plug (laughs) i'm just just like school and that's my life right now 
education. Stay in school, kids. Get a degree. <laughs> That's my plug. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not in film theory. <laughs> no. I don't. Just start That's a, what I did. Start a podcast instead. <laughs> yeah, we got... Yeah, we're, it's working out great we're economically. Doing <laughs> we're doing it. Uh, all right. Well, we'll leave, I guess we'll leave it at that. Connor, what do you have to plug? Uh, if you enjoy the sound of my voice and also Grayson's voice, you might want to check mm-hmm. out Starship Impala. It's an actual hey. play role playing game podcast where me and four other amazing friends do the Starfinder or do the Starfinder role playing game. Grayson is on episodes called the Cadet Chronicles. I, oh my god, those are so where good. Yeah, they're so good. They're so funny. Where Grayson plays a high schooler in space, and it's mostly us just making shit up and not even really playing Starfinder. <laughs> yeah, I have a good time. That's good. So yeah, w- listen to the listen to the Cadet Chronicles on that. It, it's a fun one. It's silly. Tyler, what do you have to plug? Uh, follow me at Tiami Vice on Instagram for any photo shoots I've been doing. I finally have time to post some photos that I've had just sitting around. So probably by the time this episode comes out. I'll have some new posts along with the usual stupid memes that I put on my story, Woo! much like the rest of much like the rest of society. Uh, follow us at the society. franchise pod at on tw- <laughs> society. We live in a society. Sorry. We truly live in a society where good mama mias do nothing. <laughs> where good mamas do nothing. <laughs> Except they change the world and make it a better place by existing. Yes. Uh, uh, False at Franchise Pod on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok. Um, gotta be, gotta get back to those TikTok videos. Gotta get back to it. Mm-hmm. Um, email us at franchisepodcast at gmail.com for any questions, comments, compliments, uh, liner notes. <laughs> what is your favorite song from this movie? You let us know. Tweet at us at Franchise Pod or email us. Oh my us. god, do it. Please. I'll tell you it's also my favorite no matter what song it is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Tag Grayson in there. Uh, auto-tune, shout, scream it at us. <laughs> however you can. Um, and uh, thank you to Nick Viverka for our music and Grayson Hansen for our artwork. Yay. Yay. We need that updated artwork soon. We got we to gotta talk about that. Yeah, stuff. tell me what you want, please. And then don't make me change your hair and t-shirt 97 times. Yeah. <laughs> we need to get one more host so we can just make it look like the Mamma Mia crowd. Oh, my God. I love Ooh. Mamma Mia. <laughs> please give us five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. It'll help us grow the show, and we can talk about Mamma Mia more freely. <laughs> This entire podcast was not so much talking about the plot of Mamma Mia, but me talking about how much I love Mamma Mia. Yeah, that's that's even <laughs> that better. Show. Yeah, yeah, that's more important than the plot. Just mm-hmm. Mamma Mia is good. It's so good that it's good. Literally, it's so good that it's good. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. New supreme campiest thing we've covered on the franchise. Truly, it's up. It's uh uprooted. It's uh unseated. Batman and Robin. Mm-hmm. So good, and that's an accomplishment in my book. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you, everybody, and until next time, thank you for the music, Aww. the songs I'm singing, the joy they're bringing. That's that's yeah. all I wrote down. I'm I don't remember the rest of it. How old are you? <laughs> all right, goodbye, everybody. Uh!